And we're live. Hey. Did I tell you guys I found out my neighbor is an anti-vaxxer? Oh, no. Nice. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that was a cool sign to see in their window. <laughs> Dude, I need to tell you about the bumper sticker I saw on the drive I took yesterday. Please. I went. I had, I had to go to like shoppers to pick up something for Reese because she burned her hands. So I needed to go get some anti-burn oh medication. And uh, okay, that sucks. Yeah, she was cutting up really spicy peppers. Oh, so not like a heat burn, not a heat burn, just a uh, I forget what the name of the chemical is already. Uh, Capation burn. Okay. yeah. But on the way there, there was a white truck that had a swastika on it. Oh, my God. Great. So but the swastika, each of the arms of the swastika was holding uh, a syringe. (laughs) cool what an awesome make this stuff up that's crazy jeez all right well on that nice note um did anybody watch the new star wars show on disney plus star wars visions i haven't but i heard amazing things about it I've watched the first two episodes. It's really cool. For those who don't know, this is an anthology animated series. In fact, specifically, it's anime series. They got a bunch of uh, traditional anime studios, Studio Trigger, other anime studios that you may know to do a bunch of just like Star Wars stories. And they're they're very cool. Uh, Again, I've only watched the first two, but I'm looking forward to watching the rest of the season for sure. Cool. Paul, though, I do know you started the new season of Sex Education. I did. I'm about half done it. I'm two episodes in. Okay. So, I mean, you've seen more. How are you liking it? Yeah, I like it quite a bit, actually. It's pretty good. Uh, Yeah, me too. Honestly, going back into the first episode again, I forgot a lot of characters. (laughs) That there's a lot. That I was looking back and I'm like, there is a lot of characters, but I do there's think that lot. season premiere was so good. Start to finish, it, it was so good. It was pretty good, yeah. There's a lot of characters, and they added at least one new one. So good, we uh, lost Paul. Oh no, What's are we up? having? Yeah, he was having weird video issues too. I saw. So is this? Did the stream go down then? Maybe. Oh, is Paul back? Is it me? You just froze on our end. Yeah, and the stream, I'm watching the stream right now, and it also kind of died. Did it? It might oh, be back. Weird. Well, yeah, it died. For it's down, down. It did? Okay, hold on. Oh, OBS crashed. Oh, that would do it. That would do it. <laughs> That's also probably why the cameras froze earlier, too. Yep. Well, just keep recording, and I'll, I'll cut this chunk out. All right, are we going to restart, or are we just going to continue at? from where we were? We'll just we'll just continue. Okay. Well, here's hoping OBS stays alive this time. Okay. Did I die again? You're good on my end. Yeah. Sorry. I I heard you on the stream and it threw me off. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we should be back up. All right. Back at it again. Um, does that mean yeah. when we export it to YouTube, it's going to be starting here? Yes. Okay. Well, 
So, you know, audio listeners look at the whole thing. That's yeah, like exactly. If you're, if you're missing the first four minutes, John has a great story about bumper stickers. Uh, you check out the audio. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's great. It's my favorite story ever. It's a good one. Yeah, it's oh, a yeah. good story. Anyway, I just wanted to say Sex Education Season 3. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. First episode was fantastic. Uh, yeah, so far, so good. That's, that's Definitely. pretty enjoyable as well. Yep. There's a lot to watch right now, man. Like, I, I'm still watching Why the Last Man. Still going through Cowboy Bebop. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows, Season 3, also fantastic. Can't recommend that enough either. Okay. It's good. Good times. What about you, John? Are you watching anything these days? Not really at the moment. Uh, I feel like I've just been jumping from work to work thing at the moment, so I'm just pretty busy for that. Um, I did... Oh, actually, no, that's a lie. Because Reese and I started watching Farscape. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so Reese, that's one of her favorite shows, but I hadn't really seen it before. I remember seeing commercials for it growing up on space, but I never actually watched it. Yeah. But uh, that show's pretty good. I've been laughing my ass off watching that. Okay, cool. I've not seen it. Yeah, it's uh, about a uh, a dude on Earth who's like he's an astronaut and he tries out an experimental uh, wave for like interstellar travel and it goes wrong and he gets thrown to another dimension. And now he has to try to kind of get his way home while he's like figuring out what's going on in the universe that he's in now. So it's basically him like on a ship with a bunch of other people running away from like uh, a military regime and just trying to figure out a way home. But it's all like it's all fish out of water. Like nothing makes sense to him, but he keeps making references to like Clint Eastwood and like a bunch of things from Earth anyway. So everyone just kind of looks at him like, what the hell are you talking about? And he constantly gets like the shit beaten out of him. It's just really comical. This just sounds like Futurama. Kind of a more serious Futurama is not a bad way of describing it, honestly. Okay. It's also got a lot of Muppets. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Is it a a Jim Henson production? Yes. Yes. Oh, nice. They got the top involved. tier. Got the good felt. Love the to hear good it. Good felt. Yeah. Um, that's cool. I'm seeing in the chat. Are we caught up on what if? Paul, are you caught up on what if? No, I'm like four episodes behind. Oh, wow. I kind of didn't not- love it, so I don't really want to go back to it. Okay. Uh, I'm one of, I haven't seen the latest. That's the one I'm behind. The, it's a four episode, I believe. Um, so I'm, okay. I'm one episode behind. So I had a bit of time to watch stuff yesterday and I decided to watch uh, Star Wars Visions instead. Yeah, because they're on what? Episode six now? Or is it five? That they're on. It is five or it six. Fi- <laughs> it's one of those. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, OK. All right. Fair enough. Zombie. I'm not going to count them out anyway. I'm looking forward to watching that uh, soon. Um and I, and you were right. Yeah, there's there's a couple more Ted Lassos, so I'm looking forward to. How'd you like the most recent Ted Lasso? I didn't like it at all. Oh no, with uh, Coach Beard's crazy wild night. Yeah, no, I wasn't uh, wasn't a fan. I wasn't super into it either. Uh, whoa! Oh. I don't know what happened there. Hmm? <laughs> My uh, Discord just acted weird. This is a good night. This is a good night for technology. Is everything running fine still? Uh, From what I can see on my end, yes, but... Okay. Hopefully the... I don't know what's going on in the chat. I was going to... Anyway, I was going to... What were we even talking about? Oh, oh, yeah. Ted Lasso. uh, Ted Lasso. Um, I wasn't a super big fan of it. Um, However, 
I, I hear it's an it's a reference to some like a different like an older movie and that I've just never seen. So any kind of uh, references went right over my head. Gotcha. Uh, it's just not the type of episode I come to Ted Lasso for. So sure. it just wasn't the thing I liked. Like another show, maybe a different time of things that are going on in it. I probably would have really liked the episode because. It's quirky and does some fun stuff in it, but it's just not what I go to that show for. So I didn't like it. I found, I think um, the reason I'm not really digging the second season as much as the first is there's no main antagonist. They are going with a bunch of little stories and everybody has kind of their little problems and it's maybe a little too much for me. (laughs) There's a lot of little things going on. Even some of the plot threads that they're setting up, they kind of seem to like forget about. Like they had the whole yeah. thing with um, Sam and yeah. uh, the the oil company that they were sponsored yeah. by, and it made it seem. And then they kept talking about how the clubs has financial issues because yeah. they they've been demoted at a rank, but they're still paying the players the same. Yada yada. Yeah. Now they just lost their biggest sponsor, and then they didn't go anywhere with it. They just they had yeah. they made like the app, and their I guess their money troubles are fine. Like the end, thanks. I don't know. Yeah, I was having this discussion with a few people and my main complaint is it doesn't feel like anything that happens matters really because they just kind of gloss over it. And I'm wondering if that's going to come back and if it's going to be like the season ends with like them broke because they no longer have money because they lost their oil baron dad essentially that was paying them or if like something is going to happen. I don't think it's going to though. It feels like everything that's kind of a problem either gets dealt with pretty quickly or nothing comes of it at all except for ted's like psychology stuff that's actually kind of shaping up in a way better than i thought it would so far that's definitely one of the highlights i don't think much negative is going to happen at the end of it because this show is like designed to be positive i think i also heard that this series is supposed to be like three seasons long yeah um so i'm i'm definitely curious what that third season would look like since this is kind of a middling middle part yeah, anyway. totally agree. All right, let's talk about some video games because uh, this is the Top Down Perspective for September 23rd. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. I'm John Wheeler. John, Let's start with John. I have some questions for you. John, what have you been playing? All right, I've been playing much in my spare time, really, but last night we did a promo stream for a brand new game coming out. Well, technically it is out, but it officially releases tomorrow. Lost Judgment. The second game in the Judgment series and uh, another spinoff game from the Yakuza devs. Yeah, did you play Judgment? I actually did not get around to playing Judgment. I picked it up. I never got a chance to play it, but I'd heard good things. I heard like if you like Yakuza, play it. Do you and do you agree with that? I I do agree. (laughs) I do agree. Right on. I know you you it was like a sponsored stream. I'm super curious about that. Um. Do you plan to play more of it, or uh, where are you going to sitting at? That, so they only asked me to do one two-hour stream. That was all I got asked for contractually. I'll probably play more of the game because it's a good game. But I'm wondering if I want to go back and play the original Judgment first. And I know that's right. like a long time commitment, so I'm not. A, it's not exactly a, oh, I'll just do that and then hop back over. It's like, oh, I might have to wait a while. Right, yeah. yeah. Knowing myself, I would want to play the first one first yeah that's just me though i would also want to play all the yakuza's first 
which I'm extremely slowly doing. I think that was actually why I didn't play Judgment 1 in the first place. I'm like, oh, maybe I should get caught up on the Yakuza's first and then just never do it. All right. Yeah, where are you in Yakuza again? Uh, Partways through three. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so you have a bunch to play as well. Yeah, Paul, three, four, five, you're... six, seven, and the Judgments. Yeah, Paul, I know you started Yakuza as well. Have you made any progress with that? I mean, there's been like two games per week, and I'm playing Final Fantasy 14. So no, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I <laughs> so no, I, I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to like getting a sponsored stream, how do, okay? How does how does that relationship start? Do they reach out to you and say, "Hey, we will pay you"? Yeah, kinda. That's pretty much it. So what happened in this case was uh, Stream Elements, the company that I run my alerts with, like my little pop up alerts. Uh, every now and then they reach out to me and they just like, hey, we've got a company that wants you to play their game. Do you want to do it? And they'll give me like a rate. They'll give me uh, they're like, we, do you have this version of the game? Is, do you think your audience will like this? And I usually just only take games that interest me because I have that luxury. And uh, do they not supply the game? Oh, they supply the game. Yeah. So they gave me an oh, Xbox okay. Series X code for the game. OK, right on. And then yeah. when it comes to like the rate, how often is it you saying your rate versus doing taking their rate? It depends if the company is reaching out to me directly or their like uh, PR firm is reaching out to me. I get to pick get to at least state my rate and then they'll adjust it accordingly. Uh, if in some cases, though, if it's like a third party, they'll just be like, hey, here's the rate we've got to offer. Are you interested? And like they'll say, like, this is our base rate. We can go higher or lower depending on what you think you can do. Okay. Then they'll usually base it off of like your last month's metrics or your last couple of months metrics, stuff like that. If you've had good working rapport with them in the past, et cetera. And I've, I've done Sega stuff before, but this is like only the second promo I've done with stream elements. The first one was like Ninjala that, uh, the switch free to play game, switch game. Yeah. 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 Right on. That's cool. Do you have to like, I didn't I didn't look at your stream, but did you have to like put special graphics on it or every now and then mention uh, like this it, game's a, for sale and here's a link? A, you do anything. have to do that part. You have to do you have to mention they give you a couple of call to actions or like, hey, like type in this alert in the chat and you'll get access to like the preview page. Here's like a there's like a window underneath my stream where if you click it, it'll go to the, the pre-order page. Stuff like that. Do they say like you have to you have to do a call to action X number of times within the two hours? Depends on the company. Um, okay. most companies okay. most companies I work with are just like yeah just do it like maybe like every 20 minutes a half hour and as long as you have like the chat bot posting every 15 minutes like you'll you'll be fine like do it organically is what they say they're like you gotta do it so that in the way that your audience won't get upset of course which is fair yeah. because yeah I, I like to prime myself on the fact that the audience knows if I like or dislike whatever I'm playing that's another thing is are are you how much lean way do you have to like actually speak your mind I am allowed to speak my mind as much as I want, but if I keep bashing the game constantly, I'll get in trouble. But also, if it's a game I'm going to be bashing constantly, why did I take the contract in the first place? Well, I'm just trying. I'm thinking of like a hypothetical scenario. If something bad happens to the game that I dislike, I'm allowed to call it out. But if I harp on it for the entire two hours about just that one thing that was bad and everything else has been fine, they're they're like, what are you doing? I mean, that's just shitty and unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would you harp on it, right? I totally yeah. agree. Is someone watching you from the company? Yeah. So, uh, the, so the people like that usually sign the contract, they'll like watch it and they'll be like, like point of contact if they need anything changed. 
And then usually someone from the actual company itself also will be watching. Like we've had Sega devs in the chat, Adult Swim devs in the chat, etc. You don't have to give specifics. Has anyone ever reached out and asked you to like talk about something else or alter anything that you're currently doing? Like mm. midstream? No. Okay, cool. I'm just super curious about all these little facets. So life of a life of an influencer. Yeah, I don't do promo streams too often because like I'm like I said, <laughs> I kind of like only picking stuff that I like. And most people, most companies reach out to me because I have a work email and stuff like that. Uh, I've got another promo I'm doing in a couple weeks. I don't know if I can say the game, but uh, it looked interesting to me, which is kind of why I was excited for it. But uh, yeah, just last 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 judgment was like, hmm? I the believe so. Out. Yes. Okay, so and I'll just state right now, it's not it's not Metroid Dread, it's not Nintendo, not Metroid Dread. Weirdly enough, Nintendo is probably the company I've worked with the least. Well, they seem to just kind of yeah, that's hate not that weird. In, like the internet, <laughs> I would assume they're the least. Well, they they, they had a, they had an era where like they were just contacting streamers all the time to do stuff. Like I we've done stuff oh, okay. with them for the Runaway guys. Oh, that's just, true. Just yeah. for my solo stream stuff, like no, never. Ubisoft's contacted me a bunch, uh, or at least their PR firm. Two uh, K because of Borderlands, uh, Sega a couple of times actually. I think Sega's the company I've worked with the most. Weirdly enough, uh, which one is like the most easygoing you've worked with? Probably Sega. <laughs> Sega, cool. Yeah, right on. Sega offered to. I don't know if I ever told this story. Sega offered to fly me to London once for a promo event, and you didn't do it. I couldn't do it. I had to go to PAX West and run a panel. It was the same day. Oh, bummer. Oh, man. I was That's, so upset. I was so be, upset. I wanted to yeah. skip PAX. I legitimately I, wanted to skip PAX and go to London. I think I would do it because, like, I've been to Seattle plenty of times. <laughs> yeah, it was it was Boston. It was the PAX East. But, like, I, I run oh, yeah. drone controllers. It's because of drone controllers I couldn't go <laughs> do it. I was so distraught. I was so mad about it. Yeah, I could see that. What it, what were they wanting you to do in London? Like, what would you have had to do? I would have run a live stream for uh, one of the games coming out. Uh, I think it was Two Point Hospital. Like out of the, the London office or something? I, yeah, I would have gone. They were they're offering to fly me to London, Sega London office, so Sega Europe's office. Uh, I would have done yeah. the live stream from there and just would have hung out. Why, I would have, why would they trip- pick? london when like i know there's like a san francisco sega office there's their like, office in san francisco is not their main office sega sega london or sega europe is their main headquarters that's oh, and that's okay. usually the branch of sega that reaches out to me is sega europe cool right on that's cool yeah. uh or, well anything else you want to say about uh, lost judgment the game actually uh if you've played a yakuza game you know what to expect but there's a lot more here like you're a detective this time around instead of a like an ex yakuza member so you do a lot of sneaking investigating uh but there's still a lot of mini games there's still a lot of side quests it's still just as goofy on the side content as the main games are and the story's just as serious uh yeah if you like yakuza games play it Straight i understand up. this one starts with investigating a high school uh, I don't know if that's how it starts, starts, because, like, the actual beginning of the game, you're, you're stopping this one guy, you're, or rather, you're tracking this one guy who seems to be cheating on his girlfriend, and you find out he's one of those people that, uh, he convinces people to, like, run up a tab at their local, like, bar, and then he kind of has them pay it off by doing okay. work for the Yakuza. 
Maybe the high school so, thing is a little later. I, that, I, there, I there is. I know that's a side story thing because in the side story, he mentions like school stories. Cool. Right on. And there's no karaoke in Judgment because this guy, you can't have him singing the 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 actor. Mm. Yeah, the actual actor is a, like, apparently it's like super well-known guy in Japan. Yeah. And maybe won't be back for the next Judgment. I mean, yeah. We're reporting on that, so. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, okay. Paul, how about you? Uh, so since we last talked, I finished Psychonauts. I was about two hours away from the end, uh, with like cutscenes and everything. So how to land thumbs up. Uh, yeah. So one of those final levels was one, one I felt maybe the least like thrilled about the whole game, but it was still fine. Uh, it got better too. It's Bob's bottles for anybody who's following along at home. Okay. Sure. I thought like the first half of it was kind of meh and then it gets like kind of cool by the end. So I was okay with it all around. Uh, that ending is pretty good. <laughs> There's some good stuff going on story-wise in that game yeah. that was uh like kind of expecting, but like the way they pull it off is good, I think. When you're in like the like carnival ride thing, I thought that was pretty, a pretty Oh cool my god, section. yeah. Uh Fatherland Follies or something is yeah, like yeah, what yeah, it's yeah. called. That part felt like it drug on a long time, but that's because there is a lot of information they are giving you. But there's like, that's kind of the giant. There's a couple twists in that game, storyline wise. That's the giant twist that they're kind of explaining who a certain character is and like why he's doing what he's doing or whatever. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, The game that looks like we've both been playing is Deathloop. We could talk about some death loop together here, I guess. Yeah, do you I want bought to it. Get back to this. I literally sat down to play it, played it for five minutes, and then got called away to do something, and never got a chance to come back. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I've only put maybe an hour or two into it. Um, did we lose Paul again? Oh God! <laughs> I'm just looking at him like with his dead stare at the screen. <laughs> All right, it says we're live again. Third time's a charm. We're going to do this show one way or the other. (laughs) We'll figure it out. If it goes down again, we're doing an offline show. That's that's the only option at this point. Um, We're talking about Deathloop. We are talking about Deathloop. Because you and I both played it. Yeah. I'm assuming you played a lot more than me. I've only put about two hours into it. Uh, I'm probably about five in. So... Not a whole hell of a lot more than you know, but probably I've. So how many times have you looped? I guess. Once, I think I've killed one visionary, the first one they make you kill. Okay, I think I've killed three or four and like Juliana a couple times as well. I have not even seen Juliana outside of cutscenes yet. Okay, I think she is random, though. She like comes in and out. Uh, yeah. Have you had a, a human come at you yet? I have, yeah. What's that uh, like? I think Juliana, uh, human Juliana, just has more health. Because I feel like I pumped a full clip into her and she didn't die. And she died pretty easily as an AI. And okay. So I, I'm guessing just to like balance it out because you don't want to be a player and necessarily die in like a hit, I guess. So. Sure, yep. Uh, 
So that, I think I had two, but I couldn't tell because one time I died to the Juliana and it says the username of the person. And another time I killed her, but she was like not acting like an AI. She like fell from the sky because she jumped off of something to like come get me, I guess. So I'm guessing she took a bunch of damage from that. And then I just kind of finished her off and there was no, the problem with Juliana is that she doesn't get attacked by NPCs. Uh, right. And you do. So the one time I had a whole bunch of other NPCs around me cause I was doing a thing and then I got jumped. And then the second time it was like in an area where I had already cleared a whole bunch of stuff. Cause I was like, messing around or whatever and i was able to kill her pretty easily nice well so so overall though how are you liking it it took a while i think for me to get the feel of why people liked it so much uh i feel like it's a kind of slow start once you start loop because the whole tutorial is the first loop and a little bit and then some once you get past that which i would say is probably like an hour and a half maybe uh all things considered and you're just kind of like going you have an objective that you want to do it gives you like a couple of ideas of what you could do you go into that area to do the objective and you kind of like figure out other things you could do in different loops and different times while you're doing that and you're kind of learning more about the world then it started clicking for me then i was just like okay i see why this is so special because uh it's kind of slowly opening up the gate it's like if you play a hitman level and as you go it like say all the hitman levels connect into just one giant level and you play a little bit of one and it like somehow connects to the next one and then the next one and the next one and you're kind of like building this giant web of things you could do at different times even though like it's a self-contained thing and it's yeah it's super cool it's very well presented very well done it is still a shooter, so if you don't want to play one of those, you're kind of SOL because it is very much based on you shooting dudes and getting new loot and like uh, loadouts and whatnot. But the loadouts so far seem pretty cool. You can kind of decide what stuff you like and uh, infuse it so that you can take it between loops. Otherwise, you lose all your items every loop. Uh, yeah, and you just go around bu- making a build essentially and changing things out it's cool it's a cool game yeah i'm enjoying it it hasn't fully like grabbed me but i think it's because i'm like super invested in tales of arise right now so anytime i'm playing it i'm like i just want to go play tales of arise (laughs) which sucks because tales of arise is going to take forever because it's an rpg but i'm just really digging tales of arise hence yeah yeah, that's that's why i've only played about two hours death loop takes a bit like i think you might have gotten to the point where that your tutorial is over or about to end like that. The beginning feels really slow. And I honestly didn't see what was so special about it until that stuff was done. And it kind of let me loose on my own. See, I'm almost, I'm okay with it being slow because I, I could also see a a world where the, the the, like decision paralysis gets me in terms of like it being too open. Um, Yeah. I haven't hit that part yet. So like I've been fine with the tutorial. It, it's just, there's a lot of games grabbing my attention right now. So totally. I'm trying to play bits and pieces of death loop just so I don't forget how it plays. Totally. Um, yep. but I am liking it. I love the look of it. The, the, the UI, the, the presentation in the menus. Yeah. And I think Juliana and Colt's, uh, voice acting is fantastic. 
Like, especially I've heard, I've heard a lot more Colt than Juliana. Just like, I love it when they're bantering with each other. It's great. There's a fun, yeah, there's a fun banter between those two specifically for sure. The other characters are like really kind of arrogant and shitty in the way you would expect <clears throat> the rich and powerful that are living on an island to escape death essentially and live forever giant party would act so it's cool yeah they all have their own weird little quirks and little different like not boss fights but maybe like arenas or type things that you go through to like take them out it's cool it's a very yeah, cool like one. i said i just did the first one so i haven't like actually heard many of the visionaries but the first one was cool because there's like 20 of her you have to like hunt down which was fun <laughs> yeah. so yeah that's a cool one yeah, her item is super dope too. The Nexus or whatever. Did you try playing with it at all? No, where would I get that? So the idea is is it's like a Mega Man thing that when you kill a visionary, they drop their slab and you get that power. So will that just happen once I'm in the menus? Because I, I stopped pretty much right after exiting with her. Uh, it, You would loot it from her. I don't know if necessarily you get one from her now that I think about it. I might have yeah. gotten the Nexus one from another character, but it's although it would have made no, you get the ability the first time you go to her place to uh, infuse stuff. Yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think maybe she drops it sub- subsequently. I can't. Maybe remember. I haven't gone back. So like I've literally I did the infuse. I re- I re- rewoke up and I had my gun there. Uh, and then yeah. the game actually crashed, and I was like, well, I was looking for an excuse to play more Tales of Arise, so here we are. Cool. Well, there you go. That game is super cool. Uh, I can't wait to play more of it. And you must be playing it on PC. I hear that's I rough. Uh, there's a few parts where it's obviously just, like, jittery for no reason, but all things considered, it's okay. You're probably lucky then because I've been hearing the PC experience is not great compared to the... I heard if you're playing it at 4K, it's shit. And I'm not playing it at 4K. Yeah, okay. I've heard if you go above console settings, essentially it freaks out. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, th- I mean, the PS5 does 4K, I, must, I believe, right? It's set to 4K, but I, it sounds I like it's... It does four, I think it's also... I heard it was like if you go to 120 frame rate or higher, it fucks up. Yeah. Does it do 120 on the on the PlayStation? I don't think it does, but oh, okay. on yeah, console, on PC is what I'm saying it does. I don't remember what the visual settings were on, on PS5, but I ha- I just, the point was I heard it's, it seems like it's more optimized for the PlayStation consoles than the, the PC experience yeah. at the moment. I have heard that for sure. Uh, the other game I started playing was uh, Kenya Bridge of Spirits. This is the Pixar looking game that they showed off a few times in like E3 stuff here and there. That came out. It uh, is kind of like a Zelda-like. It plays kind of like a 3D Zelda game in that you kind of get an ability in an area and there's a whole bunch of like traversal and movement, platforming, puzzle sort of things. Yeah, I've heard it kind of described as like a PS2 era platformer. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Um, That game is super, super cool. The the only problem I have with it is that if right now you were just like, I want to play a like platformy actiony game, I think Psychonauts 2 is the one you should do. Uh, but this is different enough that uh, it's it's good. It's there's a lot of things about it I really, really like. Uh, 
The combat is pretty good, except then it gets excruciatingly hard on the area bosses, which I was just like, this is weird. <laughs> like, it's weird that it's pretty tame. And then the area boss just like kicks your face. <laughs> but um, other than that, the only other problem I have with it is that the game runs at a very beautiful high frame rate until you get to cutscenes and cutscenes are all in a standard animated 24 frames and you can see the difference is huge <laughs> between the gameplay and then when it goes to the cutscenes the cutscenes are beautiful they look like you're watching like a Pixar animated movie but they look stuttery because you've just been playing at 60 plus uh between those yeah, if I, if I recall, it's actually not by a game studio. It's by like an animation house. And this is their first game. This is their first game. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. It's either, It might be a studio made up of X anim, uh, animators from a big animation house. I don't remember if they, they do animations through this name or not. I think it's called Ember Labs. Yeah, I'm looking at the name. Ember Lab uh, website. Yeah, do they have like information about? Uh, they, I mean, they have a portfolio animation. that just shows um some animation. Oh, okay. So I'm assuming they've done some animated stuff. Sure. Uh, you can definitely tell that they are very keen with lighting and color because every part of this game uses lighting and color very, very well. It's very easy to read, kind of where you're supposed to go, and everything looks phenomenal, even on like low settings and whatnot, everything looks really, really good because they just know how to use light. And like, there's a lot of cool parts where you're in a dark cave and you're, everything's being illuminated by these crystals that you can kind of like set a light with your weird pulse animation. And yeah, everything about it is just very, very cool. Very cool game. Seems probably pretty short because I'm pretty sure I'm almost done. And I think I'm about six to seven hours in. Uh, there's, and it is a budget title. It's like 40 bucks. Yeah. There's like a hub area and three obvious paths, like a North, East and West path that you go through to, um, each area takes about an hour and a half to two hours. And that's kind of not fully looking completionist sake for every little hidden thing there, but looking pretty hard and taking my time through it. So it's probably maybe about a 10 hour game, I would assume. Uh, I'm going to the last area currently and they've already said, like, prepare yourself for the like what you're going to face there. It's like, yeah, I get it. The boss is there. I That's fine. <laughs> I'll, right I'm on. going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Cool game. People should check it out. Especially I want to, uh, but it's definitely low on my priority list at the moment for this September. So I'm hoping maybe it'll be a. Uh, like a like a Black Friday sale, I'll, I'll scoop it. Sure, uh, that's all I've been playing. Uh, so as I mentioned, I'm playing a whole bunch of Tales of Arise. I'm about 26 hours into that game. I just Holy shit. I just beat what it was kind of set up to be like the big bad. All for one of my characters say, "No, we're just getting started." As the the camera pans into the sky. <laughs> And then the title card started came up. And oh, I was like, God. 25 hours. Yeah. And to be fair, I can't remember if the title card came up before, but it definitely <laughs> came up at the 25 hour mark. Oh, God. 
I mean, I wasn't expecting it to end there because I've I've looked no. at the how long to beat and whatnot, but I definitely fought what they had like positioned as the big bad, and then <laughs> then it was just like here we go, part two, and it was like what are you doing, Tales of Arise? <laughs> Either way though, I'm like just completely enamored with this game. The combat is ridiculously fun. It's nonstop, flashy, good times. The story is still it's peaks and valleys. There's like some interesting moments and then there's just some like extremely lame and dumb anime melodrama that's cliche and ridiculous my my main character did uh, get his uh, memory back if you guys were wondering so that nice. was great yeah okay. so the 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 amnesia Congrats to them yeah yeah it's extremely cookie cutter but whatever the combat's why i'm there and it looks great um and I'm just it's like what I'm wanting to play like at all times right now. So that so I'm having a great time with Tales of Arise. Cool. What I'm not having a great time with is I am fish. Uh, this is a yeah. game pass game. It kind of plays like a monkey ball if it was more like level based as opposed to like mini game abstract in like just like a weird structure. You're so you're four fish that ate some weird bread that some baker was like pushing on people and the bread like moves on its own there was something weird with this bread and you it's and you're the form- i am bread bread yeah it's the i am bread devs okay yep. there you go i didn't know that that makes a lot of sense <laughs> i love that this continues that right okay so you're <laughs> eating the i am bread bread and now these fish are like sentient and they get powers actually Three of them get powers. The first one you play as the goldfish, it's it's just sentient. And you're in like a spherical water tank that you monkey ball around the room with. So it has a nice concept. It's got like a good kind of look and like sense of humor to it. Playing it is just a complete hassle and it's no fun. You're slowly having to move across like skinny beams to get your fish on one side. The physics are just cumbersome. It's slow. You're like you're not having like a fun, silly time like it's a monkey ball game. You're just trying to like navigate these areas. And if you fall off a ledge, the water thing breaks and you go back to the checkpoint and the, the checkpoints are all just a little too far. And sometimes you have to like jump out of the water if you're in a pool. And that feels like crap as well because the jump is hold right trigger to swim up. And then if you get to the top, it'll kind of do a jump based on how fast you were swimming. It's it's not fun. Like I, I finished the goldfishes section and I was like, OK, I'll give one of the other fish a try because I know the other fish actually get powers. So let's try the fly fish that gets flying powers. I couldn't even figure out how to fly properly. It was so bad. And the number of times I had to like restart the checkpoint to attempt the flying again, which meant having to roll the ball over to the flying area. I was just like, I'm I'm done. You are. This is not. I don't like this game at all. Um, I think it's a bad game. That's I am fish. Don't play it. Sure. Um, what is also a bad game is Skatebird. Yep, Ooh. it's extraordinarily cute, and then after five minutes, I was like, this is bullshit, and uninstalled it. Skatebird Ooh. is way more, like, style than it is substance. Yep. It, it's yep. a great idea where you're one of many types of birds, and you can dress up the birds, and that part's great. It's and great. it handles, yep. like, shit. 
terrible. Absolutely fucking god awful. It, it handles yeah. so poorly. You're just kind of like bumping off of things. It's like it's like when you're playing a Tony Hawk game and and you keep holding right when you're against a wall. So it kind of does that like weird little bump thing. It's like it's like that the game. It's not great. Trying to like grind is bad. Trying to do tricks is not very fun. And you build up momentum by doing combos. So you need to like be good at it to like get to certain levels and whatnot yeah it's it is not great it doesn't even look that great i it, i'm i'm sad because this seemed like a like a no-brainer and it's it's hard i get skating games are hard yeah and in a world where tony hawks pro skater one plus two came out and was like let me show you guys how it's done and then skateboard came out it's like you guys clearly liked looking at Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, but not playing it because you didn't get very close, unfortunately. There's uh, so many options for birds, though. That's such a shame that the game sucks. <laughs> there's a lot of birds. There's so much costumes for the birds. That part's great. And then, yeah, yeah. it's just. It's weird. It seems like someone was like, this would be a great idea, but they just they they weren't like a strong enough developer to like pull it off. Yeah, it does feel like that. That's true. Um, so again, don't play Skatebird. That's all I got to say about that. And uh, that's all I've been playing. Let's do some news. We've got some, we've got some big stories here. Let's talk about the biggest one that happened hours ago. The Nintendo Direct. Yeah. Uh, did you guys watch this? Yep. I did. All right. Is this stuff in order? These are this in, order, is in order, but this, this is just list a list. is in order. They started off with a, an expansion, a massive expansion, as they put it, to Monster Hunter Rise called Sunbreak. I'm fucking stoked. Can't wait. Paid DLC. The uh, Reddit's already buzzing about the new Elder Dragon, saying they think it's a vampire Elder Dragon, and talking about, like, bleed effects. It's, yeah, we're excited. Can dragons become vampires in the Monster Hunter? Universe? I don't know. <laughs> Okay. That's why I'm like, what What are they I think this on? This might be the but, first time doing it. If a vampire <laughs> yeah. bites a dragon's neck, will it become a vampire? That's the question I, I want to know. Guess we'll find out in summer 2022. Yep. Uh, they showed more Mario Party superstars. That's, yeah. that's pretty much how I, I mean, I'm getting it. it, so. Okay. You don't have to. I, I want to. No, he okay. does. He okay. has to. Also, he's uh, right. I have to. <laughs> uh, that's October 29th for those who don't know they showed a game called Voice of Cards the Isle Dragon Roars I thought this looked very cool oh and see I hated how this working on this. a Yoko yeah, Taro card game uh, very tabletop looking you're like building cities and stuff and traversing through cards I think that's cool I like card games so I'm down for that uh, Disco Elysium on Switch uh, the final cut finally got a release date October 12th digitally physical next year early next year there's absolutely no way i have time to play through disco elysium in a couple of weeks but uh i will play that sooner or later sure. more hyrule warriors that's Woo! also at the end of uh, october yep yeah, look, i think that's the rest of the dlc at this point at least what they told that they were putting out okay cool a final fantasy kart racer called chocobo gp this hell yeah dope. This, I really liked the look of this, honestly. Yeah, no. So Chocobo Racing is actually a series from like the PlayStation 1 era. So this right. is just a new entry in that series. And I'm pumped for it. Sure. it looks, Are they it looks good? As fun as it, it looks, looks good. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like okay. it a lot. I feel like most kart racers end up being like a, like a cash grab and aren't actually don't play very well. And like it had a story mode. The drifting was pretty good. I like okay. the they had the Diddy Kong racing style of like level up your attack. Yeah, pick up more. Like it was legitimately fun. Glad to hear it. Cool. Um, they said that they will talk about the next Smash Bros. <laughs> character in like yeah. two weeks. Yeah, on the fifth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is why did you waste time in this direct telling us that? <laughs> because did if they it? didn't say anything about it, people would have rioted. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. That's odd. I don't like. No, I don't think. Yeah, people should have. They had. They had to say something. Um, they did that a couple times. We'll, we'll get to the next one. Kirby and the Forgotten Land. This looks awesome. This looks yep. good. Yeah, this looks like Th- a this, 3D Roman Kirby game. Theme, yeah, this made me think of like Mario Odyssey, but you're Kirby and you're changing powers and stuff. This looks sure. very cool. Like there's a level, yep. there's a there's a um, an era of exploration to it as opposed to just level yep. get from one side to the other. Like you are traversing these. 3d environments and, and yada yada i think this looks extremely cool it's the first time i've been excited for a kirby game in quite a while i've got to say yeah i'm into it um and then animal crossing new horizons they said we'll talk about that more next month <laughs> again why did you why because again they haven't said anything about animal crossing in a while so people were like when are you doing anything they uh hinted at a new expansion for the museum that brewster is going to be there but they didn't show him it's going to be open 24 7 i guess we'll find out in in an animal crossing direct this october Uh, a second free content update for mario golf super rush nice which is available today that's good might be playing it right now I'm I'm yeah. not. I'm playing across. Disney nice. Magical World Two, Enchanted Edition. I don't know. That is a port of a 3DS game. Great, and, cool. And apparently, yeah, like it was like a weird collaborate collaboration between Disney and Nintendo. So, hmm. Neat. Okay. Well, that's this holiday. Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic is coming in November. Mm-hmm. Of course, it is. They showed yep. Dying Light 2 cloud version is coming. Uh, bad. In uh, February 4th, uh, Dying Light Platinum Edition, which is the first one, is coming this October. Yep. Uh, they showed some more Triangle Strategy, which I still think that game looks pretty cool. I just wish it wasn't actually using the title Triangle Strategy. Yeah, I don't like that title at all, but the game right, looks yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, you know, it is what it is. I don't hate yep. it, but I don't love it. Uh, they showed more Metroid Dread, which I just want to play that. Just let me yep. see. I just anytime Same. it came yep. up, I'm just, I muted it because I'm like, I don't want any spoilers. I just want to play the fucking game. Yep. yep. Looking forward to October 8th. Two weeks. They then announced N64 games for the Nintendo Switch Online service, along with Sega Genesis games. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's but... this... Go ahead. Oh, did you did you not were you not gonna bring up the, the hitch on this? To get access to them, you need to ax- basically buy a new plan for your Nintendo account. You need to right, upgrade yeah. to... I forget what they called it. I they think just said there's like going to be a new membership thing. Uh, tier. It was like Expansion Plus or something they called it. Yeah, like that. it's something like that. It was Nintendo Switch Online Plus. Oh, it's expansion. actually called Expansion Pack. Yeah. Like, oh, they're literally going pack. with it. Okay. 
they're Let, going. Let's for do it. some guessing. Let's try and figure it out. So it's twenty bucks a year right now, right? It's five bucks. I'm calling now. It's five bucks. That would that would be my guess. Yeah. I can't see them getting away with ten. I'm wondering if it's going to change. If it's going to be more for the if you have the family pack, which is like already forty bucks a year. Oh, I would mm, assume they would right. both go up. That's my guess. They're, they're both going to go up. I'm just wondering if it's going to be like five for both, or if it's going to be like ten for the family pass. I could see that because you're getting like eight people's worth, aren't you? Yeah, it's eight people for a family pass. So I could see five and then ten. That makes sense to me. Are you guys going to do this? Yeah, I but am. I hate it. Yeah, I'm not a fan either, but I'm hoping that they this means they're going to do more than just those two. Because I'm going to be real, the the Genesis list they posted was actually extremely good. It's extremely good. Also, yeah, yeah. I don't have an easy way to play Sin and Punishment, so when I saw that's included, also I that, like, shat yeah. my pants. Yeah, I got. <laughs> I was the list I like. Here. I was just like eight North American games and Sin and Punishment, and there's a game that nobody talks about, even though it's one of the best games on that system. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the N64 games are Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox, Yoshi Story, Sin and Punishment, Ocarina of Time. What is Winback? Yeah, Winback. I saw. I was so that. fucking pumped for Winback, dude. I used to rent I've that never, all the time as a kid. I've never oh heard of my that. God. What is Winback? It's literally I, knockoff Metal Gear Solid. It's great. I get. Okay. I keep getting Winback and Psyops stuck in or mixed up in my head because they have a similar uh, the, front. The font's cover. the same too. Is it? I didn't notice. Pretty close. It's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like it, it's Metal Gear Solid, but you're on an actual time limit. Uh, where I think you have unlimited lives, but each time you like you actually die, like you lose like a chunk of time, and however fast you do get through the game, I think dictates the ending. But it's basically like a cover-based stealth game. Okay, from what I remember, it's uh, been Mario years since I played it. Mario Tennis and Doctor Mario. So those are your sixty-four games. The Genesis games are Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hardcore, Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Echo the Dolphin, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Musha. Fantasy Star 4, Rai Star, Shining Force, mm-hmm. Shinobi 3, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Streets of Rage 2, and Strider. I find it so that, funny that that Musha is on there because that is like the most expensive Genesis game. So it's just dude, really funny. That they're just like, yeah. That lineup fucks. That, that is, is a, a strong lineup. lineup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a laugh. Reese, Reese came downstairs after she was watching. He's like, why didn't they put Altered Beast in there? I wanted Altered Beast. Alter Beast. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know. She really wants it. She likes like, that why game. Why not? <laughs> uh, upcoming N64 games that yeah. they announced are Majora's Mask, F-Zero X, Mario Golf, Pokemon Snap, Kirby 64, Paper Mario, and Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. Banjo-Kazooie is a big get, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I can't see myself really playing these. I barely play the, the current lineup of games. I, I only really use this for the online, and even that is very sparingly. Yeah, so I'm going to be I'm, blunt. Uh, I don't know what the hell they're going to keep adding to the N64 collection because A, there's not that many N64 games and B, there's not that many good N64 games. They're like worthwhile N64 do, games. Like, do after, you guys have you some like, the Nintendo requests? ones? I don't know what else they're going to add. Do hmm? you have some requests you'd like to see? Uh, Rocket Robot Co- on Wheels. For good Pokemon things. Stadium 2. Rayman 2. Rayman 2. There we go. Add in Rayman 2. Lost Conker's Court. Bad Fur Day. Yeah, Conker's would be a good ad. Yep. I guess Super Smash Bros. makes sense. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else did I play on that thing. You already showed Star Fox 64, so that's already getting on there. 
the, the WWF do, games would be great, but I doubt Perfect those will Dark, I guess they could do they could do Goldeneye. Uh they're never gonna get Goldeneye because of the legal rights for 007. I've heard they're super protective of that that now for games. Sure. Paul, do you have any Dark's requests? more likely. Hmm? Do you have any requests you'd like to see for N64 on here? Yeah, I said it. Blast Core. Blast Core, okay. I like how all we want are just rare games. <laughs> all we yeah. just said are rare games, and it's just like, okay, keep using that license. I mean, Glover? it's true. No, oh, no, no. Fuck Glover. Yeah. No. Yeah, true. Yeah, Fuck Glover. Glover. Um, the, there's also controllers. You can buy an, an, a... a Sega Genesis controller or an N64 controller that is wireless for 50 bucks each. Which seems like a lot. Yeah. Uh, I would probably do an N64 controller to re-experience those. I th- a lot of those games, I think, would feel weird without one to me. Sin and Punishment no, definitely it. feels a lot better with an N64 controller. That, one of the few that's games the one. you can say that with. <laughs> That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's the only I mean, one I care about. I'm, in, in, the, I'm really. in the party of the N64 controller is a bad controller. It is. It, is. it 100% totally. is. No yep. one is going to disagree with you on that. The problem is, is that some games actually like mapped it because they knew that you'd be playing with it. So anything else feels weird. Um, continuing with the direct Shadowrun trilogy, uh, the Castlevania yeah. Advance Collection was confirmed and is available today. I think it's 20 bucks. Seems like a pretty good deal. Oh, shit. I didn't Something realize like that. that. Yeah, it came out today. It's it's uh, the three GBA Castlevania games and, for some reason, the SNES version of Dracula X. Oh, yeah, that's true. Not the TurboGrafx-16 sure. one. I still don't get why they're doing that, because that's like the only... At that point, it's really just Symphony of the Night and Rondo yeah. are the only two Castlevanias not on the switch and i mean they should put the rondo ones. out because it's still ones, like yeah. the best one yeah I, I still don't get why they haven't ported like they must have some weird agreement with sony or something that's why they haven't ported over symphony and uh and rondo probably well didn't those two come out as a collection recently for Not for ps4 and yeah. yeah and i guess now ps5 like but that was also like years ago now at this point like three yeah that was a that was a few years ago yep um act razor Re- renaissance oh my god this was so awesome to see i really also like available so today left field that is out today yeah um i was gonna pick it up on the switch though i saw it on come up on steam i was like yeah, it's yeah it's tempting. on steam switch ps4 it is 40 bucks canadian yeah that's rough that's a that's, rough price that's square pricing them high but man act razor though <laughs> I was legit surprised to see that Act Razor, of all things, getting like a modern port. It totally deserves it. And apparently, it also has like the the same musician he did all the remixes too. Apparently, new tracks in there too. Yeah, new tracks, new stages, new bosses. So it actually has more content too, which is cool because Act Razor One is kind of short if you don't do just if if you don't do the sim stuff. So I should pick that up. I like that. I, game I, I just downloaded it. So, but it's, I mean, it's hell, you and I did a podcast about that like five years ago. Yeah, actually, you're the reason. That's the reason I actually even played through it. And I liked it a lot. That game is so good. Uh, they mentioned Delta Rune, which was out last week. Um, I'm going to skip the next few because it was just kind of a montage of stuff. Uh, nothing really that yeah. surprising. What we yeah. should talk about, though, is the Super Mario movie. 
Oh my oh god. Oh my god, we need to talk about this. Oh my Shigeru god. Shigeru Miyamoto came out and said, hey, it's coming next holiday, December 21st, and then gave us the casting oh of the main characters. Oh my god. And it's incredible. This casting is ridiculous. Absolutely insane. In like the dumbest way possible. There's a couple people I'm legit excited for in this, but it's just like, what what is happening as they keep listing yeah. characters? Um I think what we should do is I'll I'll go down the, the characters. And I want you I want you to rate them on a scale of one to five, five being peak excitement, one being you could not care less. OK, OK, yeah. Voicing Mario will be Chris Pratt. Negative 20. Yeah, like wow, one, really? maybe. What the fuck? You, Why Chris why? Pratt of all people? What's wrong with Chris Pratt? I don't. Well, well, it's not that it's more. Why not at least let Charles still do it? Well, we'll get to that. But also, right like, I don't, if Chris I if I Pratt. think of an actor to be Mario, he is nowhere near on that list. I'm going to give it a three. Just solid in the middle. Like, OK, OK, three. Sure, sure. I'm probably sure. A one. I'm, I'm going to give it like maybe a two. I'm like, I need I okay. need to hear him in the role. I need to hear him in the role to give him. Sure. We need to see yeah. what his accent is yeah. for sure. Like, it can, yep. for, yeah. To is be he, fair, here's the thing. Are they going to do fake Italian? Are they going to go just like standard? They like, have, oh, they have to. They, they have to. They have to do it. Right. Like if he's not saying it's a me, Mario, this is not Mario. If he's not saying let's a go, this yeah. is not Mario. Like I have to assume all these people are doing accents. Otherwise, it's a very different movie, which which I might actually like more. But yeah, keep in mind, this is probably going to be a kid's movie. Yeah. All right. Princess Peach. Anna Taylor Joy. I this is great. That is. This is great. This is uh, the lead actress Queen's from Gambit. Uh, Queen's Gambit. She's oh, okay. real hot right now. I'm going to give this a big old five. I, I mean, I yes, uh, I have to hear it, though, again. <laughs> But yeah, sure. I yeah, mean, I'm with you. All of them are coming with that caveat. So Luigi, we got Charlie Day. That's a five. That's probably a five. Yeah. Again, I, I'm, I'm going to probably give this one a four because yeah. I think almost anyone could do Luigi. Um, I don't think sure. there's a lot yeah, there. You're going to do Luigi dirty like that? Actually, I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to I'm going to do a four because the next one I think you're going to do is probably my five because I have to. <laughs> the next one, oh, I'm yeah, no. five. Uh, yeah. But that's just a personal preference here. Yeah. Playing Bowser is Jack Black. That's like a plus 20. I'm excited for that. I I have to that I have to hear for a different oh, reason don't tell me because it's going to be again. Great. <laughs> what? I'm oh. gone. I'm out. Bye. Oh, is he back? We are, he's already back. Wait, what? Oh, you you dropped again. Is the show about to drop? Uh, no. <laughs> All right. Did you rank Jack uh, Black yet? Yeah, he's an easy five, right? Okay, easy five. Yeah, I'm a big Jack Black yeah. fan. This is great. I I really want to hear what kind of voice he does. Um, and I hope I hope they don't like modulate his voice too much. I want to hear the Jack Black in there. Yeah, true. Honestly, all I'm thinking now is like, like a Bowser doing like some air guitar and like spitting out some tenacious D lyrics, just like scatting. Yeah, exactly. Just like yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I'm thinking of. Um, yeah. All right, John's yeah, coming back just in time. Did he come back? Is he back? 
Apparently it did not drop, so Oh, okay. I think it it might have been Yeah, I don't know. The it said it was still going, but who knows. Okay. Uh, um yeah, we just finished Jack Bowser. Is an easy five. We're both very excited. Yeah. Voicing t- Toad is Keegan Michael Key. This is ridiculous. I uh, yeah, th- at this point I'm like, what is this movie doing? Yeah. Um Yep. But I'm also kind of excited, so I'm also going to probably give that like a 5. Like I'm going to give this five. a 4. I'm going to give this a four. I think this is probably out of most of them. I got to hear what this voice is going to be. Yeah. 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 Um, then Donkey Kong's there being voiced by Seth Rogen, which what is I that? feel like that at just makes point, a just lot of sense. Losing it at this it point. Just makes a lot of sense. Like. All it now. So, like, what do you think of Paul? What is your Seth Rogen Donkey Kong impressions? Man. I don't think he changes his voice at all. I think I kind of hope he Seth doesn't. Rogen. I, yeah. I kind of hope it's Seth Rogen trying to do a Donkey Kong voice, but not in like a good way, like a voice actor would in just like right. a, he's making his voice real deep. Hey, Mario. Mario, want to go get high? Hey. Toad, you can join us, too. Let's all go get Wanna high. Go get high. Like, that's what I'm thinking here. Is DK, <laughs> Mario and Keegan-Michael Key are all going to go just blaze it up. In the Mushroom Kingdom. Yep. Uh, I didn't actually see these next ones, and I don't know who some of these people are. Cranky Kong oh. is Fred Armisen. I recognize okay, sure. him from yeah, okay, uh, yes, the Portlandia guy. He's, mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy's in, like, everything now that I see this actor. Uh, I just kind of really like Fred Armisen every time I see him. It's always like, hey, it's this dude, and this dude's great. Kevin Michael Richardson for Kamek. He's a okay. he's a voice actor. Yeah, I'm not familiar with this guy, so I don't have much of a opinion on that one either. And Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm not familiar with this guy much either. Hmm. Also, when I searched him, a picture of Robert De Niro came up as well. I don't know why that's there anyway. Anyway, it's those first six. That's the big deal. And uh, it's pretty incredible. They then also mentioned that Charles Martinet will be making surprise cameos. Which probably means Wario and Waluigi. Uh, Okay. Okay. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. Okay. How much of a bummer must must it be to be Charles Martinet? And they're going to be like, you know, thanks for all the game help. You're incredible. You've made us so much money. Like, look, we get to make a movie now. We made a theme park. We're going to take Chris Pratt. I, I think I think he has to get it as a as a fellow actor. I think he has to get it. Like, I understand it has to have the actual star pole because it's kind of unproven. And the last Mario movie to most people was bad. So I think it's I, I think he gets it, but he would definitely be disappointed. I can see it. Yeah, it I probably so. feels just as bad as. Being like, thank you for making S- Solid Snake iconic. We're going to get this dipshit from 24. Key, key for Sutherland. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, sure. what about what it happens if like they just is actually twist and it's like, oh, no, Charles is actually playing the original Mario. And then it ends up. This is like just like the next generation of Mario characters or something like that. What if they pull that kind of twist? What if it's Chris Pratt for all the talking and stuff, but then when he moves, he's like, woohoo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just like all those. Like sounds. He does kind of sound effects. Is that what yeah. you're saying? 
What if it's kind of like a Lego movie scenario and then they all kind of like pop out of the, the, the TV screen and Mario is Charles Martinet in real life, like an old man? Be pretty good. I could what see them doing that, unironically. Yeah. Hey, you're Charlie Day. Yeah. Who knows? Um, after that, uh, Splatoon 3, they showed more of that. That is coming next year. And then Bayonetta 3 coming next year. Uh, which that was leaked early this morning, which was kind of a bummer because that would have been pretty oh, surprising. Was it bummer? I didn't hear about that. Well, good for you then. You got you got the best experience you could. But, but here's the thing: I called last night that it was happening because like everyone was talking about it that wasn't supposed to. Like Hideki Kami was like, "Yeah, we can't talk about it yet." And I'm like, "Oh, well, then there's a direct coming. They're talking about it in the direct." Mm. Like it got it kind of got telegraphed basically. Okay, I, I didn't see any of that stuff. Um, yeah, Nintendo's uh, J- Japanese site uh, leaked that, along with a new Kirby game was also leaked. Um, that was kind of the big thing is from this morning. But at the end of Bayonetta three, you guys watched the trailer, right? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't that look like Dante? No. Or, Vir- or Virgil? No, you don't. You don't no. see it. I feel like it looks like Dante. But anyway, I didn't get that. But maybe okay. I. I'd have to relook. All right, let's go through some of these other ones. Some of these are pretty quick. Uh, this one's almost a, not a news story. A bunch of sites were just mentioning that uh, Titanfall's dead. It's not coming back. And Respawn tweeted, contrary to what folks are reporting, Titanfall is the very core of our DNA. Who knows what the future holds? What? Hell yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay. what? Hell yeah. Okay. I'm here for that. Great. Let's do it. Uh, Discord is getting an update in the future that will allow people to watch YouTube videos together. Okay. Sure, sure why not? I think there yeah. used to be bots for that already, but I think they got deleted or like kicked yes. off the mm. platform recently. That's exactly what happened. Sure. Yep, some uh, popular music bots is what I'm seeing on this tweet. Epic versus Apple. Got a new update on that, so we know that the court rulings ended epic fired back appealing wanting to try again mm-hmm. at the same time they also tried putting Fortnite back on the app store and apple said no yep uh in fact apple has informed epic that Fortnite will be blacklisted from the apple ecosystem until the exhaustion of all court appeals which could be as long as five years Oof. sure I think it makes sense, especially because now if Fortnite does go on there, Epic is allowed to redirect all the money elsewhere. So there's not really a big draw for Apple to do it. Totally. No, that sucks for for Epic, though. I'm kind of I got to appreciate the ballsiness that Epic showed by being like, oh, well, we're going to try again in the courts. We'll see you back in the courts, sir. By the way, can we put our game on your platform, please? (laughs) (laughs) Um, the Activision Blizzard news continues. Uh, Jason Schreier over at Bloomberg has reported that Chaco Sony, the executive producer on Overwatch 2, is leaving. Uh, he kind of took over the role uh, from Jeff Kaplan when Jeff Kaplan left. Um, that's mm-hmm. only one part of it. The other part of it is that the government is now getting involved with the shit show that is Activision Blizzard. Um, the U.S. Uh, Securities and Exchange Commissions, the SEC, 
is launching a wide-reaching investigation into what exactly is going on, um, going to pick up the evidence. As well, Bobby Kodak has been subpoenaed. Yeah. Weird that shit. Is such a fucking mess, dude. Yeah. I'm very curious what is going to be brought out. You know, we had seen um, reporting in the prior weeks of Activision uh, destroying evidence and whatnot. Now that the government's there, I'm curious what more comes to light. Yeah. Uh, what, are your, what do you guys think the chance is that Bobby Kodak steps down as CEO? Oh. I could Ooh. actually see it happening at this point. Uh, he would have to be forced by shareholders. Right. Like, there's no way. But a he's lot of that is happening because the shareholders are also suing the, them, not yeah. for the reasons you'd like, just for the reasons of you've made Activision look bad. Yeah. I I mean I like that reason because that's the reason that's going to get action done. The investors don't care about sexual harassment; they care about money. Yeah, but he's also been like the he's made them like a juggernaut. So I feel like the true. odds are pretty low. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know true. if I'd say it's it would actually happen, but it's definitely the first time I could actually see it happening. I am legitimately curious to see if WoW exists in a couple of years. Just anymore. I, I feel like, you know, at the, the very least, I feel like the games will continue. They would they would change the, the developers. They would change people on top before they would change the games because the games are still bringing in the money. Yeah, perhaps. Uh, and last bit of news here is some heavily rumored reported rumors uh, that Quantic Dreams uh, might be making a Star Wars game. So I asked you, what do you guys think a Quantic Dream developed Star Wars game would look like? A hot mess. Like, lots of quick time events? Ugh. Yeah, probably. Like, who knows? I have no idea. Like, you know, the last few Quantic Dream games, they kind of get critically panned a bit, but they sell a lot. And any and the reports uh, were stating that I guess Quantum Dreams finished its like three year or three game long um, exclusivity deal with Sony, and so then they picked up the license. Uh, the rumors are that they I, I, it's hard to say rumors. They're being substantiated from a couple different sources, but it's sounding like they've been working on this Star Wars game for a year and a half. Um, that it's going to possibly be an open world game with multiplayer elements. I don't know. I I like the roller coaster ride that is a Quantic Dreams game. The the dumpster fire is exciting to me. And how weird these things are. Sure. So It'd we'll see okay. if this actually gets announced if it comes to fruition. Yeah. With that said, let's move on to some questions. topdownperspective at gmail.com is the email address if you'd like to send a question and you can also do it through twitter at tdp podcast the discord channel or john's po box i'll read this first one from zachariah since sony seems to be creating a marvel gaming universe with wolverine seemingly being confirmed to be in the same world as the spider-man games what other heroes would you like to see get an entry? Personally, I'd like to see a two-player co-op Ant-Man and the Wasp game. 
I want an X-Men game. Yeah. Again. I want another good X-Men game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like I I, I want more like single character stories at this point, because when I think of team stuff, I just think of the Avengers. Yeah. Which kind of puts a sour taste in my mouth. Uh, Sure. Or or I think of Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and I just, you know, so if I was thinking of like single player, like I think a Daredevil game would be cool. See, for me, I would like, even though it's pretty basic, I'd like a good Punisher thing. Send the world with the superheroes coming in and out. I love the Punisher. Did you watch the Netflix series? Uh, I'm not too much of a fan of that dude, so I skipped it. Yeah, those just kind of made me like just be like bummed out from the Punisher. I'm, and it oh, really? Sour taste in my mouth. I can't remember his name. Oh, John, John Bernthal, yeah. Bernthal or something. I'm not a huge fan of him, so I skipped it. I'm trying to think if there's like a specific X-Men because they're getting Wolverine. I love a Nightcrawler game. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. I just want to play a storm. I just want to mess things up with the weather. That would be cool. I feel like you get in the issue of being too powerful then, you know, I guess. But they got to be kind of like ground level a little bit. Otherwise, you get like the Superman problem. Also, being able to fly kind of changes things a bit, but I guess Spider-Man's web swinging was pretty close to flying. Iceman would be cool and being able to like make like ice like um, like walkways that you could like surf on through the city would be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be a neat one. Next question from VGC Kenny. Uh, I recently learned that Newfoundland was only incorporated into Canada in 1949, being run by Britain since Canada confederated until then. So I was wondering, does that mean John is technically only a second generation Canadian or is there a bit of nuance I'm missing? Wouldn't that be third generation? I don't know. I guess it's my grandparents. Yeah, where are your where are your grandparents from? They're from Newfoundland. Okay. I guess so that that would make you third generation. So so Newfoundland was yeah, Newfoundland was basically a country, and then it just became a province of of Canada around forty nine. Well, were they there? Yeah, my parents were born in the in the sixties. Were they was Newfoundland its own country, or was it part of Britain, like this email is saying? Basically, yeah, it basically was run by Britain. So basically it was like an isle. Okay, so I guess, so with that, so your parents would be first generation Canadian and you would be second generation Canadian? Does it count as first generation? If you're, is it To become a generation, do you have to be born specifically in the country when it's already been formed? Or I thought if you moved there, you were technically first gen. Oh. I thought mm. first gen meant you, you are now here. Okay, I would... If, I, if, I, if, I would if first gen means so. you are born in that country, like that's how that works then yes i'm second gen if it doesn't i'm third gen well because i think it's i think it might be born because if you move there i think you would be whatever generation of where you were born like you don't just lose that part you know what i mean or are you both are you both like a are you would you like let's let's say like if i am i a first generation american i guess is the question i would argue now yes if you well once you become a citizen once you become a citizen and then is it and or and like it, you're both 
I'm you don't lose okay. it. You just add yeah, on, basically. Okay, so I would say that's right. the way I look yeah. at it. Yeah, I think that's that's true. Yeah, if it's born, it's second. If it's if it's moved, then third. All right, Paul, what's your answer? I don't know, man. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. John, I think either way, it, oh. it, 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 I didn't even think about it this way. That's that is actually technically correct. I didn't even think about that. That's weird. That is. You got to go back to your parents and be like, "You lied to me." <laughs> Someone emailed me, and I know the truth now. First gen is the first generation to attain citizenship, so that would okay. mean I'm okay. third gen. Yeah. Right there, you go. Uh, Linebeck writes in and says, so recently I found my copy of Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door complete with the original game box and manual all intact. I don't want to sell it, though, as it's one of the mementos I have of my dad who recently passed away as he got it uh, for me when I aced my final exams in school one year. What's a game or item that you would never sell? I mean, I don't want to sell any of my stuff, but if we're going to get actually technical, I probably won't sell the last game I played with my uncle before he passed away, which was uh, the Great Circus Mystery starring Mickey and Minnie Mouse for Super Nintendo. So that is as weird as that is. Yeah, I'll, I will never part with a copy of that. OK. I don't think I have any that are tied to. Deceased relatives, if we're trying, if we're trying to stay on theme, I'm never going to sell my Wonder Swan that I bought in Japan. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have I feel to be kind of passing. Like, what's well, yeah. just a sentimental value, essentially, to it? I feel kind of bad because if I needed to, I would sell every, anything I own. I don't you care don't have to about feel stuff bad. as much. Well, if you're really desperate, then yeah. But well, yeah. But <laughs> sure. I bet there's. But I bet you have like a hierarchy of like. Well, I'm not. This is the last thing I'd sell because I don't want to sell it. But if I needed to, you know what I mean. I'm sure there's something. Yeah, I just I'm struggling to think what. Yeah, most of my like game gifts aren't super sentimental and I didn't have anything yeah. really where I was like, this is the game that the, me and this person always played together. Yeah, I don't have that either. I don't have a lot of like, like close memories to object, like with an object as a thing. You know what I mean? Like, because I don't have that either where like me and somebody played a game. So like that's special to me. I don't really. The Phantom Aegis writes. Oh, do you have more to say, John? I just said fair enough. That's all. Okay. Phantom Aegis writes. We have Phil Spencer, Xbox, Jim Ryan, PlayStation. Lastly, Doug Bowser, Nintendo of America. Which of the three would you go to dinner with for two to three hours? Bill. All, but yeah, probably Phil out of the three. I think it's definitely Phil. Phil seems like a totally down to earth, cool guy. I've seen Phil like talk just random junk on podcasts before, and I kind of hate Jim Ryan. Doug Bowser might be kind of cool. Jim Ryan seems like the most kind of businessy. I don't think I've seen enough of Doug Bowser to really get what yeah. his deal is. If um, this was Reggie, this is a harder question. I was about to say, what if Reggie. what if Reggie's in this? Now, what's your answer? Probably Reggie. Probably Reggie. Yeah, I think I'd still go Phil. Uh, Reggie might just be intimidating. That guy's so tall. He, he yeah. invented the Bigfoot pizza. What do you say to the guy who invented the Bigfoot pizza? Thank you. Thank you for inventing it. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you, sir. Thank you for, thank you for your service. Get, thank you for your service to <laughs> Earth, to every human alive. 
Yeah. Uh, Boca writes, John, a few weeks slash months ago, you said that Jigsaw Quotes was one of your favorite gimmick Twitter accounts. How do you feel about the promo campaign that they took part in for the most recent Saw spinoff movie? If you're unfamiliar, I'd suggest looking it up. I forewarn you that the campaign did include some semi NSFW imagery, so be prepared for that. I didn't see is- everything associated with it, but like what I did see I thought was funny, and I was like, oh, that's actually a brilliant tie-in. That's a good call on the marketing company. This is for Spiral, Can you, right? Are you able yes, to give an example or... So Jigsaw Quotes is literally just like a joke account, like pretending right. like Jigsaw is just kind of like a bumbling idiot or like a lot of weird things happen. So it's, it's just a comedy account related to Saw. And uh, for the actual Jigsaw thing, they kept running like these weird competition and contests. And if they did like certain things, they would release trailers for Saw early. Or no, it was something, it was, it was like the Jigsaw Quotes account was putting the the jigsaw movie account through a game where they had to actually like you need to get so many like retweets from like a famous person otherwise i'll leak the trailer early or delete the trailer or something like that just like a weird jokey promo thing for what i saw i didn't see the actual not safe for work stuff that or semi not safe work that they're talking about but what i did see i thought was was funny and fine all right why is there a tweet where you saw or jigsaw quotes is saying hello kevin spacey with nothing followed <laughs> up that's it that's that's it that's just, it's just a weird account it's funny that's it's the quote. so stupid <laughs> what, what was the one they did the other day which was just really funny it was uh it was just about you didn't you didn't need to kill your cellmate to escape this one i didn't even try to trick you into doing it this time you just went for it jesus christ <laughs> yeah it's pretty, pretty good yeah yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's another one to go to. You have 72 hours to finish this rock and roll hot dog and fries in a paper 1956 Chevy Bel Air convertible. If you do, you win a hundred million dollars. If you don't, then I'll finish it for you because I haven't had lunch yet and I'm starving. And they put in a 34 second video panning around this hot dog and French fries, and then they tagged Guy Fieri on it. <laughs> yeah, it's Very pretty good. good. And oh, John, do you want to read this last Sorry. one? Last one from Dead and Sky. Uh, as someone who doesn't feel the need to get a 4K HDR TV over a 1080p TV or NVMe SSDs over Flash or Smart HDD implementations, I'm surprised that the current generation of consoles has been the fastest selling of all time over the past almost year for both Sony and Microsoft. Am I in the, minor- my- blah, blah, blah. Am I in the minority or are there other reasons people are hopping or hoping to buy a new console that doesn't improve much even before games get released for it? Uh, pandemic kind of does a lot. Yeah. Uh, there's also FOMO, fear of missing out. So people limited be there on, the, on the bleeding edge. Yeah, limited quantity, yeah. so people want it more. It's literally what Nintendo does all the time. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's I just. Think a I think the things. pandemic is the big one because a lot of people they can't go. You know, on maybe the family trip they were going to go on, they can't go out as much as they used yep. to. Maybe they got some government money sent their way that they weren't expecting. Maybe they're not commuting, yada, yada. I feel yep. like a lot of people kind of ended up saving a bit more money than they expected to um, or that they typically would. And they're looking for things to do inside the house because they're being told not to go outside. Video yeah. games. Yeah, right? I think that that helps a lot. I think the pandemic has been like a major boon for the video game industry. Yeah. Also, the PlayStation 5 is very big and... People just like big things. And this is the biggest yeah. one. It is true. 
<laughs> Can't wait for the six to literally be the size of an actual fridge. Yeah, that uh, Xbox mini fridge comes out like next month. Oh, true. That is true. Also, I don't think you're the in the minority. We run in video game circles. Like if you at in at large, not everyone in the world is wanting a 4K TV and a PS5. I'm also going to agree. I think if you have a 4K TV, you're probably in the minority. Because like, I don't think probably. either of you two do, right? No. Uh, no, I have UHD. Which that's 4K. Is, that's oh, 4K. Well, yeah, that's, sure. That's but just a buzzword it's a, for 4K. Yeah. Um, okay, so Paul, but John doesn't, so that's already one third. But I mean, I don't have anything that plays on it. That's 4K. I guess I could put my computer on it if I wanted to. Did you not? I thought you had like a PS4 Pro. No, I have an OG PS4. Oh, okay. Um, all right, that's going to do it for questions. Um, we'll do more next week, obviously. And if you want to be a part of that, you can send it into topdownrespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? Lost Judgment. Uh, I'll give it to Kenya. And I'm going to give it to Tales of Arise. Right after this, we're going to be going live with a TDP Plus episode of Super Mario Brothers. For some reason. For <laughs> even weirder reason, <laughs> next month, we're doing an episode about Cookie Clicker. It could have been worse. Yes, John saved us from having to do yep. Final Fantasy X-2. I'm sorry, I did not want to do 10-2 so close to having done 10. I to be fair, the though, RPG the votes, 10-2 just about beat it. It won by, like, a vote, maybe two votes. So Your vote matters. Either way, it would have been John's fault. Yeah, kind of. So <laughs> That's kind of true. So, there, I'm, just, I'm just putting that out there. But anyways, we'll see you guys <laughs> next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.